The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. This episode of the Podcast of Terror is brought to you by our friends at Statusphere Merch. Use our coupon code TERROR for 15% off your order at statusphere.merch.com. Welcome to episode 70 of the Podcast of Terror, a production of the Galactic Nelskaria. I'm your host, Matt Stein. With me, as always, is Corey. I fuck around at the worst time possible. Corey, how are you? Uh, at this point, that is not of your opinion. You know? Right. Love me in the, the back seat of a Volkswagen? Mm. Uh, nothing appropriate comes from on this podcast, including show notes, contact information, links. You could go to GNCom slash pot. You can chat with us on our Slack channel during our... You can subscribe to our newsletter. We spoil things. The spoil Edward Scissorhands. And... Uh, fucking butt chive go watch it um and i swear boobs <laughs> fart damn uh this week we're joined by co-host all snerds podcast and all-around hunk of man beef gregor sprague gregor how are you i'm doing pretty good how are you guys doing when he has his significant other and his side piece in the same room and through his head the whole time it's like oh fuck him shit oh fuck him shit oh fuck him shit i wonder if i can get a three-way out of this no you totally get a three-way out of this so where? How would the three-way kissing? Let's go from there. Human centipede. How would this? How would this? How would this three-way in the podcasting first? First two syllables of analogy is anal. Oh, <laughs> I thought we were all touching peepees. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, Gregor wants to start a new pod. Corey and I are thinking about butts. I just thought we would put all three of our dick. An alternate universe would open up. Docking. And, uh... Docking. <laughs> oh wow! Off the air. It happens. <laughs> Yeah, we here, Corey. What are we? Um, doing? What are we doing? Uh, we're gonna start off with some news stories. We're gonna talk about some stuff. Uh, some of which we tried to bring in last week. And, and, and director of Zombieland for Lionsgate, Lionsgate's new Jekyll film. Me, I've never been a huge fan of like the whole Jekyll and Hyde story. I I'm still at half mast. I am not full chub right well, now. Well, it's here's where from looking at the, the article. It's a uh, novella. It is based on the 2007 BBC One series. Right. Which doesn't um, really make a, you know, it doesn't change anything for me. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's that Ellen DeGeneres is producing this. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it didn't make a lot of sense to me, but maybe Ellen is like a deep down Jekyll and Hyde fan. I was, yeah. I wasn't I sure if it would fall into like. Ellen is a closet anything, but um, no. <sighs> It it sounds like the playoff of uh, Jekyll and Hyde was the Nutty Professor, which the the original with Jerry oh. Lewis and then later on redone with Eddie Murphy, where he goes from being kind of like a nebbish dude to being super suave, or or Urkel turning into Urkel or whatever the yeah, guy's Stephane name was. Urkel. Yeah. Um, it it it's. I don't know how I I feel about it as far as. Like I'm with you, reverse character prime, but this is this is just kind of like stealing the name for recognition and doing what was the series already over again with you know good talent. I, I have nothing against who they've picked to be in this. It's just yeah, I know it, it's going to have to be something to, to sell me on it. Well, and like most things, it doesn't matter who you have in it. It's it's right. It's not like. <clears throat> Dr. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or Jekyll and Hyde or whatever you want to look at it. Story or a new done over and over and over and over. There is a fucking bar where I live called Dr. Doc. It's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm a cynical and, prick. I mean, there's, there's a couple. Th- One is Chris Evans. He was so great in them. I think the, the people in them were, were overall pretty good, uh, yeah. even if the movies were, were shit. I watched the movie Push the other night. It was on cable. And I really like that movie. And it's kind of like a precursor to a lot of characters or actors that showed up in Marvel films later on. And that Jekyll and Hyde, I would think, would be part of that. Uh, This is obviously from a different company. And I don't think it's connected to it at all. So is there going to be a competing Jekyll somewhere down the line that is going to be? Is there going to be that kind of confusion again? Like we had two Frankenstein movies in the last uh, and none of them went anywhere. None of them did very well at all. I just, I just think that they're cash in on 
this i don't even know what you want to call it but like how superhero books or superhero movies got um maybe they're trying to redo like the classic comic books did there's a room full of assholes somewhere that make a ton of money to try and figure this shit out and they're doing a bad job yeah the one thing i will say is Corey, how do you go into the comic book world mentioning the, the dr jekyll and mr high transformations without mentioning hulk i mean uh that is true. a good point or, is, or uh, the fact of Hyde used in the league of extraordinary gentlemen films yeah or film yeah yeah absolutely there there's there are a lot of things like this i just how do you make it stand out now i guess we're going with the the pretty version of Hyde, which is different from what we usually see in these kinds of films um it, I want to say that they tried, actually. Yeah, like like if BBC America w- wasn't a thing over here, um, or you know, it didn't work on you know a masterpiece or whatever, like you know, uh, Sherlock is over here in America. It, you know, it would make sense. It would sort of be to use your Sherlock analogy. It would be like Sherlock is done over in England, doesn't air over here. And all we have is the stupid American show Elementary. Is Elementary bad? Yeah. I I'm I fell out of it. Okay. My mom still watches it, but I fell out of it. I didn't enjoy it, and it was just that, like, there's so much personality in uh, the Sherlock series over on the BBC that Elementary one feels it, it feels very American, which kind of is part of the flavor find it appealing at this point because it's just it all starts to taste the same it's like ooh, here's lime yogurt and then here's lemon yogurt and here's orange yogurt but after a while i just like feel sick from eating all the goddamn yogurt is it like if you have a pen and you have an apple and then <laughs> uh, apple pen god damn it yes exactly <laughs> other, like that the, the other the other thing i will mention this is another thing i got in his normal body when he's Mr. Hyde? Or are they going to focus more on personality? I feel like technology's got... Remember like yeah. when they did the original Hulk? Like, Luke, someone else, you know, you gotta deal with that. Yeah. Now, they, now they're just... We're gonna slap your face on a big meaty band. What happens in a small hotel I room? <laughs> I will join I you. I want to paint Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> that, that could also be fun and interesting. Uh, also, I haven't paid over and over again. Has he been doing much? One second, and Google will tell yeah, me. Yeah, I got to have to oh, look him up, too. Do your own damn um, Googling, Corey. I feel like that itself is a statement, is that nobody knows who he is other than, oh, it's the, it's the guy who directed Zombieland. Sure. Yeah. He, he produced the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the Rob Deerdeck shows on MTV. He's an executive producer on Superstore. Yeah, so. I um, love Superstore. I've not checked it out it, oh. it was one of those like i don't know if it's like uh if out. if office space was turned into a tv show but it took place in like a, a superstore okay well that, um, he least. directed the the pilot for american housewife um what else you're naming there? a lot of things short if you're doing it right <laughs> but i had That's i had to laugh point. at that is and because I saw that, I'm like, <laughs> masturbation, short. Yeah. All right. So we can move on. Oh, you don't want to talk more about masturbation? Seconds. Oh, I got 40. 40 is my... my... But like, of course... You are <laughs> top. Uh, the next news story we have here... I'm going to cut you off, Corey. I'll... Um, Bruce Campbell is going to be doing a new horror horror house reality show. Um, I was trying to find more information on this thing, and I couldn't really couldn't get shit on it. My guess, if I had to guess, the real world, maybe? But the house, um, I don't know, the house is trying to eat you or something. I I think it's going to be more from a creative standpoint. Why the the article, why I brought it up, is not just that it's Bruce Campbell doing a reality show, which itself is plenty fucking cool show. Uh, So the article that we linked to from (laughs) iHorror.com has the link and apply. And they're saying maybe you're an aspiring aspiring horse screen maybe it was another practical effects show kind of like the ones that sci-fi does uh oh, that would be like interesting off. but <clears throat> no my my guess 
My guess yeah. is that it's similar to World. I'm assuming people will get eliminated because that's every TV show does that these days. But it's what it what it sort of a, a little bit like Fear Factor meets um, like one of those Fox reality TV channel meets um, Triple Penetration, like a Project Greenlight. Yeah, where you have you, you have like the the original like you have people who are in here to where you know the the prize is probably that. Um, they'll probably focus more on directors or writers and stuff like that, but that their their film will get made into a feature. Necessarily trying to do creative things, it's just every different aspect of of horror fan they're looking for, but they're trying to get people who are not just like we're a couple of dicks who talk about horror movies every week on the internet. <clears throat> hey, that yeah. might actually work though. That might work for me. maybe, <laughs> but I would I would say someone like like. Uh, about um Kane Hodder. Thank you, because I'm choking. Um <laughs> uh, dicks. They they might be good suggestion. <laughs> you know, there's there's something like this that could easily cross over to that. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I'm curious to see it as though filming will be a pro, uh, July and August of twenty seventeen. So I'm yeah, hoping the that this is out around Halloween. By February first. Mm-hmm. Which we'll have the sublink in the show. I guess I'll put the fucking link in the show notes then, Corey. Uh, Ooh, look who's from, talking. From, real quick, real quick. I think I think I figured out where this might be going. I think this might be that Evan would be telling me right now if we were on the Allisoners what the name of the show is because I can't remember it. <laughs> um, but it's going to be Bruce Campbell hosting. Hmm. I'd watch it. I will watch it. Someone I'm, I'm going to see if I can get my wife on it. <laughs> just sign her up. Hey, by the way, yeah. I submitted you for this TV show. Please. Well, you, uh, you only need decent photos, a photocopy of your state driver's license, and the complete... thing it takes to steal your ID on the internet. Pretty much. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, what do we got next, Corey? Uh, R.L. Stein is doing a Man-Thing miniseries beginning of March for Marvel Comics. Was Man-Thing else, or is that just the, what... I'm not the only one that calls my penis the man thing. Actually, <laughs> Marvel's version of Swamp Thing. Okay. That's um, and I, I say this because I, I remember listening to, I believe it was the morning stream when they had uh, uh, Steven Schleicher on there and he was talking about it. And it was the, they were basically both created around the same time. The only difference, and this is where I get a little bit curious, is that um, man thing never talked it was he was always it was always like and stuff like that right. man thing was a creature more akin to creature of the black lagoon mm. whereas swamp thing was a character uh man thing appeared first in savage tales number one in 1971 and has actually had a movie before in 2005 the uh, one of the little known marvel films uh but so did Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing had a couple of films and a TV series. So Marvel's still got some catching up to do. But R.L. Stein is going to be writing short stories, each of the five issue miniseries that he he got the opportunity to choose what kill equal. And uh, we're not going to go. Uh, we're not going to use inches when we should be using meters and shit. Uh, the, the conversion is, is all planned out. And then you have people who just come in and cowboy the fuck out of the books. And some things are just projects that don't necessarily have to fit firmly in a continuity. And I think that a mini series about Man Thing with a bunch of short stories by R.L. Stein, maybe that's one where you don't think too hard about it. You just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for this uh, mainly because I read like 90% of Marvel's comic books out there. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I will, I will give this a try. Um, I did read Goosebumps when I was a kid, but Fuck yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. Time will tell how well this, this works. Yeah. Is there a release date or anything? I didn't see one, but um, also. I don't believe they've given release so far. I think so. Yeah. It's, it's still. I don't even think the solicitations is out. Uh, I know that Marvel is not small potatoes either, but this is potential to bring in a lot of readers that have not been Marvel readers before. Oh yeah, and and maybe turn them into Marvel readers. Maybe this is what gets them to convert. 
so that you saying that that almost makes me wonder if they're going to push man thing as as the bait and then like the monsters unleashed by colin bunn and then maybe a revitalization of uh dum dum dugan and the howling commandos um as it, it's not unusual to see this stuff cycle it's just this is a good opportunity to have a crossover with a a very large audience that may not have always been their base audience although i can't imagine that if you like goosebumps that comic books wouldn't be something that you might also be interested in what's more interesting is if they turn this into a cartoon series i'm sure that's already being talked about the uh, man thing and voiced by terry cruz which is actually a great choice for played mm-hmm. um and then um they had werewolf by night um the mummy one that i can't think of his name and to be a character in overwatch there's there's no point in time where i'm I'm like gonna get tired of seeing terry cruz (laughs) pop up and shit for the overwatch character would hex pop and like (laughs) just create sonic waves why would it not be (laughs) titty punch for audio listeners, Matt is doing a striptease style dance. <laughs> some of whom I jam on. Doing a striptease style dance. <laughs> Anytime I'm not talking, I'm dancing for I just to say Corey's. That's why it took me to <laughs> Gregor was still fueling the erection from the last time he was in either of those. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We should do this last news story so we can talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> IFC is renewing Stand Against Evil. For, um, I've never seen this. I'd never even heard of this, but after reading this article, I kind of want... Cause we we talked Dr. about Cox. it before when, when it was coming out. I only watched it. Uh, it it's good? by Danny Gould. Um, the same time that Ash vs. the Evil Dead is on oh. TV. Ash vs. the Evil Dead has the benefit of being on actual cable channels. Can get away with it. I've ever disliked Danny Gould, but he, he writes for The Simpsons. And he's he's written for Parks and Rec, uh, yeah. He and he's uh, Fred Savage called Working, uh, which I actually really like that show. Of course you do, And and you you kind of felt like he deserved it. Anyways, so <laughs> John C. McKinley is Stanley Miller. His wife passes away. He was the sheriff of this town, and he decides to retire uh, after she dies. The new sheriff comes in, and they find all of these like creatures monsters that relate to this uh it's not horrible for what it is my wife actually really thinks it's funny the humor is not as funny as i thought it was going to be considering the pedigree of who's in it and and who writes it although like we said modern simpsons but it's it's okay and does uh does aaron like uh, Ash versus Evil. Make it all the way through the first season. She loves oh. the Evil Dead movies, but we never sat. I think it's because we we're trying to watch them as they were coming out, mm-hmm. and that's one of those things that it's far easier for her to get into if she can just put it on and just keep playing it. Right. And we haven't gotten back to it yet, so I think at some point we will. But yeah, it it didn't hold her attention. Video game. He was a writer on that for the Nintendo. Um company but yeah the big selling point with me on this show and it's just one that i haven't had like i will probably get through not get through it watch it this christmas break whenever when all the shows are like hey we're taking a break (laughs) i like that Um, it it lets me catch up on my my stories yeah um but the big part that sold me was the fact that it stars john c mcginley because i first met or first saw the guy in scrubs just it, it fell into this report and i did see it i'm like this looks an awful lot like ash versus evil dead which i i didn't get through the first season oh my god i, I think i maybe saw like the first four episodes how are we friends um what you guys are dicks <clears throat> that that's yeah um, i think no, ash, ash versus evil dead gets a leg up movie series but yep. yeah, just it's, even it's even Bruce the name, and Evil Dead, and uh, it's got Lucy Lawless. It, there's a lot of things that are yeah. are great about it, but it's when you're watching the show and it's it's half hours and it's every week, it's and it's like, well, maybe I've I've just watched my fill of of 
zombie deadite killing things for right now. You're such a pussy, Corey. And I mean, and, I haven't because I have to watch them every week. That's true. Except, for this. <laughs> Except this week. I, I, I and fuck you, Matt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that this is actually a smart move for IFC because right now they've got Portlandia documentary now, and that's really it. Um, because Marin ended, Comedy Bang Bang ended, and, and it is one of the most successful yeah. show launches. And it, it helps it out a lot from them having to go, all right, we're going to go down the G4 route and just play nothing but that 70s show. <laughs> well, what is um, on weekends? It works for them. I watch it. <laughs> no, yeah. I did, I'm not laughing. I, I don't support MSNBC. Oh, I, only, <laughs> I only watch Lockup on that show. I never. I don't watch the news anywhere. I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the show is. I Lock no up Raw is it's about. it's a show where they like follow prisoners around in, in jail. See when you say Raw, oh, you son of a bitch, get, the, get your I, shit straight. Dude, they sound like no, they're all like no. I expect you're mankind. Getting, you're getting sports no, no, entertainment to, and pornography confused. To be honest, oh. Gregor, what were you gonna say? Maybe bring this back on on track a little bit. Actually, uh, no, I wasn't. Or ECW pay per view. Lock up in your house, son. Yeah. All right. I guess we can move on. <laughs> um, before we do the movie, though, I I should apologize. Well, yeah, right you got to. You have to apologize, but I got to do the thing first. So, um, this comes out Tuesday morning, starting Wednesday, twenty first, twenty first, um, December twenty first through the twenty third. It Friday the thirteenth. PC. So if you're listening, I have extra beta keys. So send us an email at pot at G- and literally just send send me an email and I'll just randomly pick because I can't imagine there's seven people that listen. I'm hoping two of you email. I don't really you don't have to like write an essay. <laughs> All right, that's that's yeah, as far as we're going to like them out there. Yeah, yeah. I just I just need two people to email me. I'll give you a beta key. PC what, what if run. they what if they email you have a beta? Then you're just fucking uh, wasting my time. You can email us. God damn it. What are you talking about? Uh, the the hey, genuine look of show. Well, fuck fear. you for listening. What is that? What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I guess on the flip side, though, um, if you're going to be playing, you can email us and maybe we can play together. We can set up a little play date. I think it's Friday the 13th thing together. No. You guys are the fucking worst. Gregor made us watch this. I can't really say it's a shit movie because it's not a shitty movie. It's a shitty horror movie because it's not. Now is when you can apologize to everyone. Yeah, so I Apparently think about was a month it, ago. Yeah, about a month ago. And uh, we're doing you wanna come on? I'm like, sure. Well we're doing Christmas themed episodes or Christmas horror movies around here. I'm like, all right, I had two. I had this one which I did first and I had a backup, which you assholes already covered, and that was Santa's Slay. It's a great movie. Um, we could have watched it again. Yeah. Um I'm sure my outlook on it would have improved in the year that I'm <laughs> nothing but pure shit. I made the fucking wrong mistake. Because I mean, Amazon I, also tells you you're going to get free shipping uh, if you're a Prime member, and that's half the time bullshit, too. So fuck you, Amazon. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and I did have two, um, ideas later on, which is, I'm like, and I, I, asked, I even asked that to Corey, and he's like, oh, no, no, just stick with this. I'm like, all right. No problem. Fuck you, Corey. You could have saved me from this hell. I just figured, get it out of the fuck. It's a rip off the Band-Aid. In the year yeah. and a half we've been doing this show, not once has anyone ever even remotely recommended to do Edward Scissorhands. But it was going to come up eventually because we do have guests. I think it, it's because... And I am that guest. Let's quit beating around the bush. Which, and like I, mean, I said, it's not a bad movie. It's just not a traditional <laughs> horror movie. I mean, it has horror is is subjective. You know, Reznor mm-hmm. in the '90s era, Nine Inch Nails, and he which looks like someone's have. fingering his butt the entire time. Writer in it, which before was... she started stealing clothes. Yeah, that said Winona forever that he had to eventually. <laughs> what do you think of that? Uh, I hope he didn't get Amber tattooed over it but still it's this is i don't want to make this is a tough movie because this is probably the the moment that i i watched a tim burton film and thought maybe i don't like tim burton anymore because i felt kind of awful after seeing this in the theater it wasn't like 
terribly frightening, but horror stories have different levels of them. And and what's considered a horror story to some people, it might not be slashers. It may not be people who kill you in your dreams. It may just be the horrors of society. It may just be the horrors of regular life or, you know, not being able to have those things. And that regard, you know, this works just as well as some very classic monster stories. Did you just black out and say, or was that like... <laughs> yeah. enough, man. I would, what, what I would say is, and I mentioned this before we started recording, that there is, I could see a, a way that this could be a horror movie. Um, this is, in a way, me defending Amazon's... Uh, Never defend genre, Amazon. Yeah, genreification of it. And there are two aspects. This like and and I'll I'll get more into it with the scores, but if you look at this through the eyes of a small child, this it could be scary. Mm-hmm. From the first part of, mommy, why does he have scissors for hands, and all that, and then l- look at the whole movie through the eyes of Edward. You are taught manners. I, I mean, mean, in in. in- in respect, what we talked about at the beginning when we were talking about Jekyll and how, oh, they're fucking doing Jekyll again. You could do Jekyll in different ways. This is doing Frankenstein in different ways. This is doing Pinocchio in different ways. This is taking elements of those other things. And it's it may be thinly disguised, but it is a different story mm-hmm. building on the ideas that are in those original stories. And he's either, I don't think he's a robot. He might be an automaton. He's certainly closer to a golem. But he's he's something that is an artificial life form that is meant to be slowly turned into an actual human. Yeah. Which brings up a question that my wife actually turned to me and asked: Does Edward have a dick? Uh, does because <laughs> all when oh, when we have the scene when the obviously she's the she's a Samantha in in those terms uh, when she takes him into the back of the the shop where they're setting up to not my first thought or like he's constantly in that leather outfit he never comes out he puts other clothes on over it he he's basically he's a hellraiser mm-hmm. um I don't think he can perform. <laughs> There was two thoughts I had, and one was, how do you hold your dick to pee? Kind of plays into Corey's. The other one was, if that chick were to try, she had sex, if he went to finger blaster, he would ruin her. <laughs> that's that's what I got out of this movie. <laughs> wreck, wreck her downstairs. <laughs> she she goes around to... That's awful. Um, Wouldn't it be lip to lip? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I this this movie is almost quaint in some of the things that that are like okay there's there's an attempted rape scene in our PG thirteen film and then that gets sidestepped and then it move take the guy with scissors for hands oh I'll let you sleep in in our daughter's room uh first of all because we haven't communicated with her that there's some strange man in there but secondly the one room in the house with a water bed that's where we're gonna put you even though we got a fold out couch downstairs that we could put you in. <laughs> Fucking dick. You can go in the basement, dog. He was living in an attic with a big hole through the roof. He was doing okay before. All he's doing is he's learning about society and and someone's decided to take care of him. They can't put that up to open my little piddly dick salon in the back of this fucking Walmart or whatever. No, it's, it's, it's... That's looking for realism in an unrealistic thing. <laughs> Corey yeah. just But there are things out. that stick in my head. They're like, come on. Really? The, 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 nerds. Don't what, start with what? me. I will fuck you up. <laughs> Corey, plug your ears so I can hear this. <laughs> All right. What, what, what is it? What, what are you going to do? No, no. Just get, get him a new... <laughs> just start talking about Edward Scissorhands. Oh, Man of Steel button. That's yeah. true. That's true. Twitch. Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the... The story. Let's let's go back. Let's go back where yeah. it's the beginning. Uh, the story is Diane Weist lives in this town. She is the Avon. She gets all her shit. No, let's start at the place that looks like it's just a fucking mass fire waiting to happen. And uh, she gets up there and she walks inside. That's that's another thing. Like, please don't shoot me in the face. I'm your Avon lady. <laughs> Goes wandering through the whole place up to the attic to find. Kind of- 
ended right there. Like, we never found her. But instead, <laughs> she invites him down oh, to her home. Y- you ever have kids? You ever go through the... Pro- None of you have had kids. I haven't had kids either. But I understand that there's a big process of, like, Jesus. having to ready your home for children. Like, no, oh, yeah, we have to yeah. put things on the cabinet so that they can't open them and, and, and put something special on the toilet so he doesn't drown himself and shit. Yeah, I figure you get a guy with, with fucking blades from your dog's hair, and I will do all your haircuts. And he has nothing monetarily that he looks to gain from any of this until they try to turn him into a businessman. They try to basically utilize him to make their business dreams come true. At the same time, he meets uh, the Boggs' daughter, played by Winona Ryder, who has the typical asshole jock boyfriend, played by Anthony Michael Hall. That that might be the other part of my head with this film, is Anthony Michael Hall. is He was unrecognizable to me in this, uh, from where I'd seen him from like Breakfast Club and things. Gets used by the daughter and her boyfriend to break into the boyfriend's parents' house to steal stuff because his parents don't trust him. And gets labeled as why. a troublemaker as a town as it goes on. Overall prick. Yeah, th- but everybody just turns prick real easy. It's like, here's this person. We're going to make him what we want him to be. Oh, we didn't get what we wanted. So now we're going to completely turn against him and drive him out and 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 scream for his blood. Like we want we want to see him dead. We want to see that we've we've accomplished something in this. Uh, there's also the crazy woman who's like the the religious fanatic who comes immediately when he shows up. She's like, he's the devil, ah, which I like better in Witches of Eastwick. But that's it's all of this stuff is stuff that we've seen before, and I don't think it was necessarily done as well as those other examples. Crap out of that. Um and you know, going on down end of the 2000s big fish corpse bride you know i haven't seen sweeney todd but i did i i actually enjoyed the planet of the apes but i will put the caveat of being really young when that came out um but yeah i mean it's i don't know it's it's really what do you guys think of the fact that for all intents and purposes vincent vincent price's um last movie is edward scissorhands Right, that's another thing. That that's yeah. one of the things that stands out about this is that it is Vincent Price's last film. Yeah, there was um, one thing I wanted to mention when he hands them the hands, and the hands are made of wax. Yep. So maybe this is just like, an ex- it's not. But I was like, oh, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of cool. But to to those types of things, and, yeah. and yeah. it's good that they included that. Now he had also Tim Burton had done his short Vincent. Uh, in 1982, so he was a big fan of Vincent Price already. Um, but yeah, th- I think that that's kind of one of those things of this is actually really wonderful. But we were at the point where we had just really started to discover who Burton was. This yeah. is still pretty early in his career, but he had done Batman, and Batman was a huge ass movie uh, just the year before. Beetlejuice was the year before that, and Pee-wee's Big Adventure was 1985. So straight up horror or anything, it's always like just the wonder, and that's where what I really enjoyed with his movies, even to a degree the the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, um, which looking back at that now you could almost do a comparison to edward scissorhands with the fact that they had the flashbacks and all that stuff (laughs) throughout um but you have but i mean some of the shots in there i'm like oh this actually looks really good in hd seeing as how it's you know 26 years old Mm -hmm. yeah and one of the things my wife mentioned oh go ahead matt no i was gonna say it's just it's a valid point and i'm so used to watching things in high definition that spoiled by it like we watched um like the third episode of Unsolved Mission and it looks like you're watching it through a potato. Well no, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's here's here's the, like I'll notice like pixelation and stuff like in the background and I'll be like yeah like, I, don't, I don't even think I have that I like and yet you here you watch a movie that was shot you know all, like about 20 years before HD even came out. Yeah. And it looks so good. 
Well, they've upconverted. They've taken the original films and they've moved them over. It, it, it's a financial thing. But one of the things that Aaron and I talked about while we were watching it was that, yeah, you could see the moment where uh, Diane Weiss's character is walking through the attic and it's like obviously green screen. Uh, it, it's very obvious that this is a painted background that, that it just feels dull and lifeless. Uh, whereas any of the other films that, that I put onto his list that I've watched feel like there's a lot of heart to them and it feels like yeah. you you want to enter that place. Uh, you feel like you could, even though you know it, it's it's things that are made out of clay moving around, but you still feel like you can touch them and, and experience them. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, I with you saying that, it would make me wish that he had done Alice in Wonderland in the 90s. Yeah. So you would have had the aesthetic and stuff that you have with Edward Scissorhands. Um, because I, I think the other point you can make with, you know, Alice is that it's a lot of busy work. It's, there's a lot of stuff, you know, it's, it's almost, you know, sensory overload in there with, with Alice, where with this, it literally could have been any town in, you know, along the coast because they make the, they make the line of, I bet you could see the ocean, from your castle and all that like it could be any fucking small town you know on the what he's so many times without repeating himself um it is it's a better movie than what i thought i remembered it as it's sweet in the points where it needs to be sweet you know it 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 affects you in an emotional way that you can connect to it and connect to him uh, it's it's tragic, it's beautiful. I mean, it is an absolutely beautiful film. It's just it's not it's it's one of the best movies that I don't really want to watch. Put that on the box art, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I have to agree with what Corey said. I mean, it's not <clears throat> the the point is, you know, it shows like shitty people. And- shitty people refuse to to look past how someone looks out and that that is very prevalent in the it's that's its point but it's no horror movie and i mean i mean there's there's an interesting point that's brought up which you know small town why the fuck don't they have a television studio right and where they go that you know the one person asks if you could get a surgery you know i know a doctor he might be able to take a look and help you out with that and he goes i like that um and it was like, well, what what would make you special? It's like, well, bitch, what's the what makes you special? Yeah, yeah. what makes you different from the ex- it, we all like, feel yeah, like we should be something other than what we are. We just want to, like, I don't want to be cool. I don't want to be good looking. I just want to like get through my day without anybody looking at me. I just want to hide. That's that's kind of my thing. It's like if I can't be fucking Chris Evans, then fuck it. <laughs> So, fucking Quasimodo me, and I will. That's hurting my feelings. You you don't <laughs> want people to recognize your existence. Once a week, you put out on the internet you talking. Sweet. Oh yeah, that's uh, every yeah. app. Sorry, I forgot about the health nerds. Well, fuck I, you too, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I much like this nerds. <laughs> no, I the the reason I do these shows, um, is because I get to hang out with you guys. Fuck you. Because because I love you guys and I fuck love talking you. with you guys and I would have these conversations, anyways. Right. Um, right. And I, I don't who watch this show live with us. I, I get to meet people like Evan and Beatmaster over at Else Nerds. I feel very fortunate for that. But I also do it from my bedroom. You know, it's it's not like yeah. I'm going to audience. I you spend I two hours in hair and makeup. Now, yeah, that I shower for you, right? I didn't even turn the lights on. It's getting dark <laughs> out, and I'm starting to look real creepy. It itself, but in our review of the movie. It's the fact that we haven't seen Matt's left hand lift over here. I'm not going to lift it up now. It's it's covered in goop. It's a big gulp. It's a big gulp. Yeah, I got a big gulp of KY jelly. (laughs) So, of course, we have to talk about the fact that in every Tim Burton movie, pretty much, uh, music by Danny Elfman. Yeah. which is just it, it it is like how do you not feel like the luckiest motherfucker alive that you managed to capture danny elfman into your into your world very early on and so he keeps coming back to work with you 
where it's not exactly a horror movie, it's also not exactly a Christmas movie because it's like, it's like where I think you would have them is both in the final scenes where it takes place during Christmas time. So there it checks it like much like Die Hard checks being a Christmas movie for me. And, and then that, that's that's exactly what I was going to say is, I mean, this is as yeah. much a Christmas movie as Die Hard is and people is a Christmas movie simply because it's during Christmas. Yeah. Right. And I'm only going to say Elf because I see you wearing an Elf. Would Elf not be a Christmas movie if it didn't take place during? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it could just be. Okay, hold no, no, hold, no, hold on. To the North Pole. And well, I would say, I would say yes. Well, Buddy, let's let's talk. Let's look at it this way. If working at Santa's factory in July, does that have anything to do with Christmas? If the, is it because uh, baby Jesus shows up with a machine gun and fucking lays waste on everybody? It what? What? That's how I do my Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, my point being is that it it checks the box to being a Christmas movie because it takes place during yeah. Christmas time. No, and yeah. also, they kind of give you this one moment at the end, uh, which is probably one of the most beautiful things in the movie, uh, is that the town never got snow until Edward came to town. So as it's snowing, we're seeing him up in the castle, and he's he's cutting his ice sculptures and stuff, and that's what's leading to the town to snow. So it's sort of he brings... It just dives you into this world so much better yeah. than just sitting there and like... All right, here, cute, and now, like, getting into my superhero rant. Oh, we got a flying scene. Let's play Spirit in the Sky for no fucking reason other than it says sky. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I see. Music doesn't make a big difference to me. I is that pre- because you're a man? Well, which is really weird. Right? Like, music <laughs> yeah, in a TV show doesn't make me like it. Like, I'm not saying that. If if I took two two well one episode of something that I really liked and you like, would I hate it more? I'm not saying no. I just it I don't notice it as much. Yeah. I'm also a drummer. Yeah, I just I mean, show up. Yeah. If, if I'm watching <laughs> pumps, uh, first I'm gonna get up and dance because <laughs> I'm freaking. Oh, I, I am gonna feel like this maybe not used correctly. <laughs> in the cut. Famous last words. I want to see Corey do dance to my hums. Yep. <laughs> Corey, for Christmas, please send me a video of you dancing. See how I die. Show me your humps. <laughs> he has a heart attack. Starts twerking. Just throws out his back. No, no. See, see, no. It's it's not that. Oh wow. So you see him start dancing, and then Aaron just comes up. You said yeah. I could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're awesome. so real. Pap 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 pap. It's the whole reason I came up with that. It's just. Um, as Gregor mentioned. Because of the fat <laughs> scale, yes. yeah. These, these sons of bitches are talking about masturbating on the internet. Take it, whatever. Uh, All right, scale, fat yeah. system. Yep, yep. So, so we, do, we start with the yeah the uh, the feature, which is going to be the story. Oh shit! I got to bring a little thing so I can put what everyone says so that I can never ever go back and look at it. Or... Okay. So Gregor, being our esteemed guest, the sucker who decided <laughs> to spend his night with us. Yeah. Um, you get to go ahead the and start. Asshole who made this movie. Yeah. That's true. You are. Um, so yeah, you get to go first. So the first is going to be feature, which is going to be the actual story of the movie, and we're doing it on a zero to five scale. Please begin. With with like a lot of the cliches, you know, Anthony Michael Hall's character is such Saying, a fucking and classic eighties movie that came out in ninety five. Did oh fuck, whatever in the nineties. Uh-huh. Suck it. Yeah, close enough. It was made in the eighties. Shut uh, up. But... Shut up, Gregor. <laughs> if I edited this, I would take this whole conversation out. <laughs> I would do maybe yeah you can do halves I'll give you a 23.5 um, on accident yeah I mean that's what I think because you know it is like a lot of a bad score by Danny Elfman to be honest so yeah I would probably do two and a half fair enough Corey uh, the story's so I'm gonna I'm gonna go as high as a three I think it's it's sweet yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I also am going to give it a three. I, I feel like it does a very good job of getting a point across. Well, still, you'll end all of 90s cinema, but everyone has seen this movie and everyone. Uh, next category is attention, which is ability. How how well did this hold your go back and rewatch this? Gregor, zero to five. I think, like, is this a 
you know, like a Love Actually or to where for me it do, it did sort of hurt it a little bit because it seemed cliched. So I would probably go a three with it. Yeah. You know, just because it's not like, you know, it's not going to be appointment viewing, which would have been a fucking Star Wars sort of thing. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Corey, how about you? Uh, I'm actually going to raise the score from what I thought it would have been because, like I said, having seen it in the theater and not being interested in seeing everything, Alan Arkin as the dad is terrific. When Edward sits there and says, oh, yes, uh, the woman took me into the store and she showed me around and then she took all her clothes clothes. off and tried to have sex with me. And everybody else in the family is like, taken completely aback by it and he just like goes on and keeps talking doesn't pay attention to it at all like <laughs> to watch a bunch of times it's it's just a little too uh sad for me so i'm, I'm gonna give it a three fine um i'm i'm going lower i only gave it a one um and not the way that you i'm not disagreeing with Corey. more so the fact that kind of going off of what gregor said it's christmas time i'm gonna put in these movies here to watch uh, and it, this one is not, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched Half the reason I didn't care that this was really a horror movie is because it's been so long since I watched it that it was it was fine. I was fine watching this again. But I don't even think I was so far as I was like, yeah, I've never seen it. Like, well, we, let's watch it right now. Let's put it on and watch it. I really care. But <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I'm probably not going to be interested anytime soon. Next time I watch it, I'll be, I don't know, maybe because I'm trying to get some. Yeah, he didn't feel like that. Yeah, as it went on. Yeah, assholes. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Um, but she did a Christmas horror movie. At all. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe if maybe we are. Well, you just have come on. First, they often. have to teach. How can I be your uncle? I'm younger than you, aren't I? Twenty-seven. Never mind. Ouch. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I was. All right. Well, I, sh- I, I shouldn't say anything. I was fuck. I was like fourteen, Corey. Actually, um, yeah, I, I think I made you feel old then. Probably. I never. Mine. So I've, I'm recently made this comment, and it's like I don't pay attention to how old. Like if I hang out with you and I like you, we're just all. Yeah. And it's because I have like a, a handful of my really good friends are all. Ter- and I'm like I always forget that they're you know ten years. We all yep. act like we're twelve. Um, let's do the uh, the last the last category. Panic. That's the P in fap. Panic, um, scariness of the movie. So this one, I'm going to do two here. Sorry, Matt, you got to do a little bit more work. For me, then, if you were to look through this whole thing through Edward's hand, through Edward's eyes, um, can't say hands because he doesn't have any. <laughs> um, I would probably go like a three or a four just because for a six-year-old, there might be moments in there that are, that would scare a kid. And all that. It's just, it's not going to scare, you know, 27 horror movie. <laughs> 27 year old man, baby. <laughs> yeah, it depends on who your point of view character is. If your point of view character is Edward, then everything's scary to him. If you, and your entire world has been upended while you were away for the weekend. Uh, I can actually relate to that. But Corey, I have the other part monster. Was her boyfriend. Oh boy. Right. You'll never believe what number five is. Uh, Corey, did you give a number and I based out? No, no, I haven't. Uh, scariness, it, 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 I can't rate it. Ah, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so it's, it's a one. Fine. Uh, I'm going to go two simply because I remember being creeped out when I was a kid, just because they take your finger out of my butt look the entire time on his face. And he's his, got a marionetted mouth yeah. and everything. It's, I get he's supposed to fucking like not monster monster Fuck you, Craiger. Also, it's, it's scary because Amazon animal tests their products. So, you hey, know, at com, or you can leave a, a message on the website. I don't know if anybody's ever left a message on the website. I don't even know think for that now that I think about it. I hope that's still there. Uh, simply put, <laughs> I think it's still there. I, I see when I log in to post these the episodes, I see messages, but I never really look at them. I like how we say simply put after I overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. Back to get more emails than we've ever received this week. Emails should be up Come at on. least 100%. Uh, well, I mean, the beta is only from Wednesday to Friday. So <laughs> if you listen to this the day it comes out, then you have the highest likelihood to not only get it, but be if you're listening. So email her over yes. if you're listening to this in your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, please don't try to 
email us while you're driving. I mean, yeah, that's, don't do that. that's okay if you're in a self-driving Uber. Uh, but then you're also catchers. I was kidding about the Uber thing. Uh, leave us feedback on whichever one you like. Uh, maybe you don't give us a five this time. I, I think that that would be okay. I'd no, accept it. I'd understand. I, I want nothing but fives. <laughs> yeah. We would, we just want any, really. That's true. Hit us up. <laughs> uh, all subscription options and links can be found at gncast.com slash subscribe. And you can join our Facebook group on the, um, Western, what is it like? Four in the three or four in the morning, where beats at, um, you know, figured out the rest like for the rest of the world, you know, fucking do math. Um, Make sure you carry the yeah, <laughs> which where we just talk about like Jesus. Yeah, we, we just we talk about you know we're pissed off about a guy with scissors for hands. <laughs> wow, Matt, where can people? contact you uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at matt the lifeguard oh yeah i should probably throw up my twitter there it's a downloadable thing or what was the other one at soundcloud bandcamp drown the lifeguard bandcamp dot all right what about you then uh uh you can find stuff i do at donuscomics.com also i i posted some stories on whatpad i figured what the fuck i throw that up there so you can find me on whatpad under captain temerity t-m-e-r-i-t-y Terrific. Well, thanks again for listening to another episode of the podcast, and we will talk to you guys next time. Also, Matt's continuing search for turkey recipes. It's all on Weird World Weekly, part of the Galactic Netcast network of shows, also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Next week on the Podcast of Terror. Next week, we are joined by fellow Galactic Network host, Brad Ludwig, to talk about jennifer's body and likely megan fox's expected Corey to hop in there and make fun of her toe thumbs too but i guess not. i was i had They're I weird. things about being too much on it that's fine we'll get into it next week where we all get a little uncomfortable talking about toe thumbs Check that one out and thanks again for listening we'll talk to you guys next week stay scary everybody listening to another episode of the podcast here you can help galactic netcast pay for our web and audio hosting by supporting us on patreon by going to patreon.com slash galactic netcasts and pledge as little as dollars a month this has been a galactic network podcast for more go to gncast.com that's g-n-c-a-s-t-s.com